Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now. Welcome back to our second episode. So in this episode, we're going to discuss essentially where to start. So this episode is actually very helpful for parents who are trying to navigate having a conversation with their teenager. And even if a teenager is listening to this, how you can figure out where to initially begin. And we would encourage people to have this conversation. Um, I would say at least 10th grade, but even when Kiki was talking to me earlier, I was like, you know what, you're right, the earlier, the better. So even when you first begin Mm -hmm. in high school in the ninth grade, you should be having these uh, discussions with your teenagers to kind of figure out where their head is at and um, see what they want to do for their future. It might not be obviously perfect because they're in the ninth grade, but you can kind of develop a a path for what to do next. Mm -hmm. So Kiki, kind of just to start this off, how did, where did, how did you know how to start or how did you start with the college search? How did you know you wanted to go to college? Just give us a little bit about your background there. Sure. So I'm going to go back. I have to go back to my memory bank a long time ago, but I went to a small private school, a small private college preparatory school. So that was like already ingrained in what we were doing. Um, I don't remember like what year. It may have been tenth grade, but they started telling us like about your college search. And of course, you were assigned. You know, we were assigned guidance counselors that helped us, but. From my from my background, I play. I grew up playing tennis, and the plan was for me to be scouted to go to a four year school to play tennis at college. So that was like the whole, like my whole reason. Of course, like for going to college, basically to get a free scout, like a a full ride is what mm-hmm. I'm is what I'm getting at. So I was already like you know preparing in that way, but then it was like okay, I have to figure out a school I want to go to. But with that process, like you usually get scouted. I think I had maybe two coaches interested in me, which is not really that much at all. So at a point I was like, okay, well, kind of have to go to school for academics, maybe like, <laughs> academics only for its actual <laughs> <Not> purpose. <laughs> exactly. Like not, like not to be a student athlete, just to be a student. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like just getting things in the mail was like helpful. And of course, like I said, they had, people come like you know admissions counselors coming to my school but mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember like why I wanted to go here but I do know that Wake Forest was my number one school I was like I'm going to Wake Forest I don't care this is my top choice I also spent a lot of time in Winston-Salem where Wake Forest was located because I played like we had a, t- um, a tennis tournament there every year for um the, it was like the qualifying tournament so I was there every year every summer basically for several summers to spend a lot of time in Winston-Salem. So mm-hmm. I think I like was at Wake Forest a lot also. And just, it's a really, you know, I was just like really amazed by the campus. I can't really say if I knew much more than what I saw of the campus. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course I looked yeah. it up, but I was like, I'm going here. Um, so, I mean, other than, like I said, just being in that, in that location often and seeing that school, um, going to college fairs and like I said, getting things in the mail I honestly don't remember like the whole entire process, but yeah, that was really it. So Mm -hmm. I only applied to four schools also. So I think those were schools that I like um, just knew again, like between tennis and just 
being interested in those schools. And of course, like location wise, like mm-hmm. in the state, I was like, well, I'm going to apply to these schools only. Mm-hmm. Hope that makes sense. I don't really remember like the entire like process. So because it's so intricate. It's just a lot like any students out there, if you're a junior, senior, you know, you're getting a lot of mail home. That's like yeah. really how it all like kind of starts. But that's what I can remember. And just people in your ear, you know, different people. And your and your, your classmates too. I feel like you figure out things from your classmates because people may be like, "Oh, I'm going to such. I'm, I'm applying to this school." And you're like, "Oh, what's that?" Or I'm applying. I had a uh, friend that was like applying abroad, and I was like, "Should I be going out of the country to go to school?" I, I don't wish. Know. I wish I knew that was an option, but go ahead. And she paid like a fraction of what we paid to go to school. I'm not even lying. Yeah, we're gonna have to in, like Scotland. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to definitely talk about that on another episode because I yeah. I read some article about that too of some people actually going abroad and they spent a lot less money than mm-hmm. it, they they had here for their education but um but kind of going back to what you said so you began your process in the 11th grade is that what you said like your school provided like a little process it may, for you? It may have been sooner um like I said when, once you got to ninth grade I feel like they were already kind of talking about it and like preparing you like are you going to do AP at some point? Are you going to do IB? Um, you know, that whole conversation. I can't like mm-hmm. pinpoint exactly like when they started talking about it. It may have been sooner, but I definitely remember more like for me, more thinking about it a lot more in mm-hmm. 11th grade. Of course, like it started earlier, but me being like, okay, I have to figure it out now. But I was mm-hmm. also like resting on the fact that I was going to play tennis in college and that dream was cut short very quickly. It's fine. But um, <laughs> I that. That's what I'm saying. I had to like reroute. But I think 11th grade was when, was when we like started attending like college fairs. You know, they had them like in the city and stuff like that. So, okay. okay. I feel like that was like the big introduction of like all these schools yeah. that were out there. I find it just interesting too that you said it was like, so I went to a school where the notion was after the school you're going to go to college. But funny mm-hmm. enough, I feel as though, if I remember correctly, we didn't have. Um, I remember going to the auditorium one night and I invited our parents and it was a one night kind of quick seminar. They gave us a folder mm-hmm. and it gave us some information of how to begin your college search. And that was like the fall of senior year, I believe, which it kind of surprises mm. me now to yeah. think about that now. Um, and then for me, I guess that was just always instilled in my mind from the school because it was a private, a private school. So the obviously the assumption is we're prepping you for a college. So therefore mm-hmm. that's what this end game is. Mm-hmm. And for my dad, that wasn't an option. My dad was like, you're going to college and that was it. So therefore mm-hmm. this was the next step. I, I was like, okay, well, my dad wanted me to go to med school. I don't know why. Cause I don't like blood, but, <laughs> <laughs> but so I would look at schools that kind of suited a little bit of my interest or location wise, mm-hmm. but I think the major part that was missing from the whole where to start process is the why. So I kind of going back to going mm-hmm. into our notes for parents, when you have these conversations with your with your children, I think something to begin with is what are their interests? And then also discussing why they want to go to college, because we mm-hmm. do have this you know, this understanding of for most people that, oh, I'm going to go to college. You see your friends going to college. You see your friends looking into going to college. They're thinking of places. So it's just for some people, it's understood that this is the next thing to do. 
but you need to take a step back, make a plan and understand that this is a large financial investment for your future. So it can't be taken like really, it's not that easy. You know, there's more, Mm -hmm. there's more like factors and consideration into that. So I think that a good place to start for parents is to sit with your kids, especially like in the ninth grade, ask them what their basic interests are. And even from there, you have four more, three, four, three to four more years of school, and you can kind of make them dabble into different interests to see what they like or get get them into an internship to actually get their hands dirty and see if I could see myself doing this for a long period in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking earlier, like some, some schools, they'll provide, maybe they'll be like a culinary program and they'll have like a summer camp program where students can participate in or... Something even small, Home Depot. I, I, they had, they used to, well, pre-COVID, they used to have little classes where you can go for free on the weekends, and you could learn something like, oh, wow. like how to make a birdhouse. So yeah, you're even just getting your hands in, on a small, small level of like carpentry or or construction, something to get your mm-hmm. hands in that field. So you can start thinking out of the box that way to get people, uh, to get students kind of involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that? I I agree completely. And you all, well, you mentioned that college is a huge financial investment, but it can also be a huge time investment. Mm-hmm. So you also, you know, in, with parents, like I think Kemi and I are really like harping on the fact, like parents and students like sit down with each other because I can, I can think back. Um, I think Kemi said it too. Like I didn't have an option, but to go to college. Like if I would have said like, no, it would have been not like it would have been like, no, you're going. Um, but I wanted to go to, I wanted to go to college, of course, but I guess I didn't think about like the why mm-hmm. as can be saying. Like, I knew I wanted to be a doctor. Quite frankly, like the time in between like me finishing high school and becoming a doctor, like that that vision, I wasn't really thinking about what was happening in between or what would happen in between. Mm. Um I'm not a doctor, so I obviously you know, I just didn't do my research enough. So it's like, you have to think about the time. So just like example, going to med school can take up to 12 years, mm-hmm. right? So 12 or eight years, I think, eight or 12 years, I should say. But it's like, that's a time investment. That's a financial investment. So if a parent, you're sitting down with your student and you're like, I really think you should be a pediatrician. Like, is that what your child wants to do? Is that you, what you want your child to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it may be the same thing. This, this, your child may say, like, yes, I want to be a pediatrician. Sit down with your child, with your teenager, I should say, and talk about, okay, like, what does it take? Like, what do we need to do, be doing now? Like Kimmy said, maybe in ninth grade, what should we be doing now to prepare you for your college experience to move on to be a doctor? Mm-hmm. And then that might then that brings about the conversation of like how long it takes the commitment, you know, to being in school for that long to be in this profession. Mm-hmm. Or if you go and your student, you sit down with your child and your your teenager, and they're like, I don't want to do that, but I do like health care. Look at non clinical things that they can do. Maybe want to be a nurse. You don't need to go to a four year school to become a nurse. So I really think you have to talk. I'm just like kind of saying all these things. You have to really talk about the financial commitment, the time commitment, because it can be a really long time to get to certain professions. Mm -hmm. Um, And some professions honestly don't require 
that much or that long of education at all. Um, so at some point we'll, you know, talk about four-year colleges versus a community college mm-hmm. and how a community college can also, you know, jumpstart your student's career or jumpstart you as a student, your career. Um, so we'll get into that. I just wanted to bring that up now so you can start thinking about it. Cause if you see like, Oh, it only takes three or so years or two years to be a dental hygienist. Maybe I can go that route. If you don't want to be a dentist, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And Something else I think that parents need to sit and just be realistic with with your child. So, for example, if if you know your child isn't really into going to class, you know your child doesn't go to doesn't go to gym, and if they mm-hmm. and if they don't do well in an academic setting, and they're not really sure what they want to do, I would definitely say don't push them to college until they kind of have an understanding of what to do next, because Mm -hmm. that's honestly just a waste of money. Uh, Just even talking from personal experience, I remember working at an institution where we had some, some people started right out of high school and you could tell like they liked the idea of what they were doing. But so for example, I worked at a technical school. You could tell they liked the ideas of, Oh, I get to work on cars, but until Mm -hmm. some students, sat in the class and saw the mathematics that went into it yeah and you could tell that in their mind like oh I didn't know this went into it or that there was even programming that went into this you know and it took them aback and some people ended up withdrawing and when you withdraw and you have no degree you still have loans if you took out loans you still have to make a payment right And, and those are big things to consider so doing research you have to really do research on a career to see what you're doing, uh, not just thinking what it may seem like. Like, yeah, you you go to a, a maybe like you see your car, your family's car getting dropped off at a dealership and you see someone pulling out a wrench or whatever <laughs> it is and they're working on it. Yes, that's a little part of it. But I remember even sitting in on a class and they were explaining something about the transmission, the pump, the physics that went into it. And I'm sitting here like, well, couldn't be me. <laughs> so, right. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So you really do have to have the understanding of of what the career is. And then also having an understanding of, of your child and their motivation too. You you want to make sure that they are successful in something. You don't want to just waste waste the money. You know, I and and the thing is I know that all parents want the best for their kids. So you think mm-hmm. this is the usual path that people take. But let's kind of think a little bit outside the box and dial back a little bit more. So right. Um, so even for example, sometimes you don't even necessarily need to go to college. So let's say like you have that early on conversation with with your child and maybe they're interested, for example, in coding. There are plenty of, of coding classes that are, are many. Some are free online. Uh, mm-hmm. There's definitely summer camps that do that. And if they enjoy coding, they could maybe even get a certificate in it, learn how to create websites. So there's many different avenues for that. And if they're interested in it, and this is something that they really like and they feel motivated to do, they don't necessarily have to go the route to go to college, especially if they're not sure yet the particular career that they want to do. Right. So that's another option. Uh, And then something that you mentioned before, Kiki, that I I thought was really, really important is narrowing down, 
understanding the different career fields and then narrowing down careers that way. So mm-hmm. let's be honest, people, these kids are 18 when they're graduating from high school. Do we really expect them to have a really full on solid idea of what they want to do? Like, right. Some of these kids wake up and they don't know what they want to even eat. So, and that's and that's not even an insult. That's me too. It's true. It's the truth. <laughs> so I, I do feel as though there is a lot of pressure for people to decide at that age what to do next with their life. Mm-hmm. And they don't know. And I that's fine. So that's why it's good to have these conversations to understand that. And one way to help them figure it out is to list different career fields to find out what their interests are and then dial down back from there. So having a conversation with them about, okay, are you interested in government and public administration? Are you interested in health science, human services, information Mm -hmm. technology, like manufacturing, marketing, and sales? Like what sounds like, what sounds close to the interests or your hobbies that you have now? What's something that you could see yourself doing for a long time? Mm -hmm. And then simply going off of that and then you're narrowing it further and further down, you can make some a list of careers within that career field and do more research that way. And and if you're starting this conversation in the ninth or tenth grade, it is totally fine to have two different career fields. If you're if you have a child who says, hmm, maybe I want to do community services or maybe I want to do information technology, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, at least they're listing something. And now you have this time to go through this process and kind of filter out, okay, well, what else would, what, like in this human services career, what do you want to be a social worker? Or so if you want to be a social worker, this is how many years that would look like. And this is the kind of work right. that you would be doing. Does this sound something that you would, you feel like is attainable for you? Is that achievable for you? Um, versus you wanted to, I don't know, be a research scientist get a PhD like this is going to take x amount of years and it's not going to be a quick degree turnaround is that something you're interested in mm-hmm. so at least start from there and i think that's a great basis to start from and to have those conversations versus okay you're about to graduate what do you like yes exactly the question it's late is, at that point it's late at that point and yes it's a good question of what do you like but there needs to be a better foundation of how to answer that question itself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really good. I think another reason why it's important to have it that discussion early rather than like Kemi just said, when they graduate or that senior year is because once you get to college, if you're, if you choose to go to a four year school, you can go into school as undecided. That's totally fine. Um, Cause for the most part, you're going to be doing, general education courses anyway you're doing your english your math social sciences which goes into every single degree just as kimmy said fyi you'll be doing all those classes for a couple of years for the most part Mm -hmm. but you also have that time that's the that's really the purpose of like general education is so you can explore different subject areas even more so than you did in college and then in high school excuse me but you don't want to get to college and have no idea of what that college offers. Like, you know, you want right. to, maybe you want to go to XYZ school in your state and you're like, Oh, I want to be, I want to be this. Well, does that school offer this major? You have to think about that too, but you don't want to get to your freshman year, not knowing sophomore year comes by. You don't know. 
junior year comes by, you still don't know. That's a lot of, again, back to time. That's a lot of time somewhat wasted on not knowing what you want to do when you get out. And we're not saying like, we're not saying that you're going to know your whole life plan. Cause I don't even know my whole life plan <laughs> at all. I don't know what I want to do be when I grow up still, but it's just to have an idea. Like Kimmy said, like to have a career field. Um, but that takes, you know, doing your research. And I was going to say off of what you were talking about, like in your research, but you were saying Kimmy about like researching, this is the age of social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the way that you can get on those platforms and research a plethora of careers it's really amazing mm-hmm. but i think it's i think it's like fun to have people like videos like on tiktok like there's so many doctors there's lawyers there are um nurses and artists i mean i'm just like naming some that coming to my, to my thought right now but there's so many people in different professions on these platforms so mm-hmm. if you're even if you're even like thinking like oh maybe i want to be a social worker you can go on youtube type in pathway to being a social worker or to becoming a social worker and you can find so many videos so many perspectives I I just like you know going through comments I see people are like that was really helpful you know people actually want to watch those types of videos so mm-hmm. I think for this generation that is really a great way to explore like nothing I know it's time of COVID like it's hard to maybe shadow or like meet people in person but that's like a way to start you know, just getting mm-hmm. on these platforms and looking into different careers, different majors, different fields. So you have an understanding of what like these people's day to day life looks like. And if that interests you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you did you like use like, like when you were researching like professions, Kemi, like what did you do you like remember like what you used to do that? <laughs> So like you came to that major, your, your major decision. Sorry, let me cut you off. Well, well, how I kind of stumbled upon Elon was, I know my dad. He forced me, you know, he didn't force me. Let me let me be, let me back. He wanted, <laughs> he heavily wanted me to pursue a career in medicine. And mm-hmm. so when I was searching for schools, he was like, "Oh, do they have like medicine there? Or is there a way for you to break into uh, the healthcare industry that way?" So. While he'd be looking over my shoulder for those schools, I would also make sure that (laughs) these schools also had a psychology program Mm -hmm. because that's what I was interested in at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am not in a psychology field as of right now, but I think this also speaks to why it's important to do your research because Mm -hmm. I'm a very, uh, I can be a very connected individual. So if I were to have some one-on-one sessions and I love helping people, but if I were to have them in my office and then they're going through some very, you know, hard times, some serious trauma, mm-hmm. I would want to help them. But I know I would probably bring that home. That energy is, mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time of like disconnecting energy from different people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So as much as I would want to help them, they would be on my mind all day. So, mm-hmm. and I didn't really realize that till later on. So that's what kind of made me want to switch in that aspect for mm-hmm. psychology for me per, for me personally but i think also going off of what you said earlier how you were talking about when you're in college and you kind of have to you can you can start undecided yes i would say you can start undecided but i would say start undecided with a uh, 
with a career a plan. Yeah. With a, yeah. yeah. With a career field in mind. Don't just say, mm-hmm. I'm not sure yet. I'm just going to pick the school and go. No, I would say if the school, if I would say, for example, if you wanted to do healthcare and then you wanted to do it, look for a college that has both of these, these career fields in it. And then mm-hmm. while you begin undecided, take some of your classes from one or two of these, and then you'll narrow down which career field is better for you. So, mm-hmm. so, so you still kind of have a plan. It's still not set in stone yet, but that's not bad. If you have no idea whatsoever, even if let's say you're later to the game, you're in your 12th, you're, um, you're in 12th grade, you still have no idea what you want to do. Then maybe even consider going to community college and seeing what general electives you could take that could later switch over to another school. So while you're still mm-hmm. figuring it out, and you could save a bit more money that way. So mm-hmm. it definitely comes down to just narrowing down your career field. And then from there, researching the different careers or job opportunities that are in there and seeing what is a better match for you and mm-hmm. going from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's honestly, I think we've said it all for right now. That's just like the way to get started. I feel like when I was maybe doing this part of the process, it was like really just like I just jumped in. I don't remember my mom and I really sitting down to talk about like I knew what I wanted to do, but um, talking about like what my interests were, everything we just basically said, I don't remember having that discussion with my mom, which is fine. Everything is a learning experience. And mm-hmm. we were obviously we were both new to it at the time. Right. So right. I think that that's everything that Kemi and I will share and are sharing is just from our own experiences it's really important to have that discussion know your know you as a teenager know yourself parents know your teenagers Mm -hmm. because it'll make the process so much easier if everyone's on the same page and everyone knows like okay well I'm choosing to go to a four-year school that's my plan have a backup too like Kemi mentioned community college is a great backup plan as well if you already know before you're even getting to graduation from high school that you want to go to a community college, that's awesome too. Have these things in your head, have those discussions so that again, when that time comes to be applying to schools or, you know, making those plans, everyone kind of has the same end goal in mind. That may change, but to just have that like similar goal is really going to be helpful. It'll make the process like so much smoother. Um, if both parties are in agreement. So totally. I think that's just from our experiences for right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then you just have more time to understand your investment for your next steps too. Mm -hmm. Cause you may even have this conversation and then realize after having all this time to do your research, you're like, I don't necessarily need my child to go to a four year institution. They could go to Mm -hmm. get a certification instead. So while you're taking this time, you really are sifting through the best options that are for you. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's mostly it, Kiki. You have anything else to I think add? I said too. Yeah. No, I think I think that was I think that was really a good introduction just to like get everybody started. Um, especially because we're dropping these podcasts like, you know, um at the beginning of the college admissions time. Um so that's like that was like our plan to just try to to try to do that when students are preparing to apply but if you're younger then that's totally fine like listen to that listen to this if your kids are not in high school yet or they're not at you know that point of applying to colleges yet still listen to this you know because again it's just implanting those seeds 
in everyone's minds to just start the process now. So I think that I think that was a really great just overview of how to get started, though. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you for listening in. We drop our episodes every Tuesday. And this first series that we have is essentially for those who want to figure out if they want to go to college. So that's the very first series that we have. So our next episode is going to be about how to specifically begin your college search. So we'll give you a couple of things to consider in the next episode. We hope to see you soon. Thank you, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.